And we're live. All right. Performance Academy podcast, uh, episode twelve, I think. I think it's twelve. Twelve. Um, with your co-host Zach Rowe and Josh Bryce, and we're back at it again. Um, so sort of staying on track. Um, doing the best we can. We got some. Pretty good stuff to talk about today, some interesting things, some good topics. But first, as always, we'll start off with our current fitness fitness situation. Uh, mm-hmm. Kick it off, Josh. Go for it. Okay. Well, I changed my mind again. <laughs> Yo, I'm, you're one of those people right now. I am. Always changing up your program. You got to stick to it. I know. What's going on? I know. Well, now I'm getting, I'm changing my program back to see if I... Well, I could score on my uh, physical tests, so now I'm doing a lot of running and swimming. Wait, why? Um, for in, in case I still go through with it, <laughs> bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. So, long story so, short. I'm, so, so what do you mean? You're still considering it, or yeah, or yeah. yeah. At least I, I at least wanted. I told myself, uh, yeah, I still am considering it, but I have to at least get myself physically ready enough where it's not like i i physically couldn't do it it's just that i chose not to i chose not to do it not that my body wasn't in position so i want to be completely ready um so that way it's completely up to me and it's not like i didn't prepare myself um so that means i'm trying to get competitive scores on everything so yeah so, so when is that testing like is there a certain time where you got to do it or you just i mean i I'm, I'm technically have like probably like 11 months right now if, if i wanted to wait that long um, but I'm going to actually take a test on the 22nd. I'm going to go out and, uh, and do it like a, a test, like a score and, uh, see, see how I do. So I'm just trying to do, uh, some swimming cause the swimming's going to be a bitch. Um, and then the running, I've started doing a little bit more running again. So I'm a little bit sore from that. Um, and then I'm kind of on a, like a two week push out program where you do like a shitload of push ups. Like the idea is you're supposed to take like your, your kind of max and then multiply it by four and that's how many you're supposed to do in a uh, in a workout. Mm. Um, so like that's around 260 for me then. Um, and you're supposed to try to do it as few sets as possible, like five to eight sets or something like that. And then on the next day, you're supposed to try to do that same amount, but you can spread it out throughout the day. And then, then the next day, you're supposed to do it as if it's a workout again in five to eight sets. And then the next day, spread throughout the day. Um, so needless to say, I did it the first day and I only got to like 210 because I had to run out and help my dad with a doctor's appointment. Um, and, but then the second day I went to go do a push up, and I was like, I banged out six because <laughs> yeah. I, I was just, cause I had done bench press and then did that 260 push ups. So why would you do bench press and then do push ups? Cause I got, you know, keep my, my strength as well, you know? So, all right. Yeah. So needless, but then yesterday I, I did that 260 again and I split it up throughout my workout like instead of just doing it at the end it was like a burnout or doing all the push-up sets at the end i spread it out throughout and i was kind of able to just i banged out a set i think 40 then all sets of 35 and then finally finished up with a set of 45 and I finished it so i'm doing the push-ups are going well um sit-ups are getting better but just the running and the swimming is gonna be a bitch i think the swimming is gonna be a real bitch so wait why why um why would they recommend you do the 260 or whatever and then the next day Spreading out throughout the whole day, because I mean, you know, yeah, there's gonna be a lot of muscle damage. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta recover. And that's what that was like when what I was, I thought about it too. Because like the guy who like programmed it, he's like a ninety seal, and like he's like he his job is like getting guys uh is kind of getting guys ready type of thing. But he does he doesn't have his like uh, a degree in it or anything. But like no. one of the one of the partners he he works with who puts out content in a podcast, he actually has like a CSCS and I think his like exercise science degree. Yeah. Um Well but, the problem is with all those navy guys or like drill sergeants or whatever, it like that type of working out, it's just um it's a meathead shit. You're just trying to get, yeah. your, get, get your mind right, basically, yeah. what that is. Um you're not you're not gonna That's why I'm not benefit that much physically from in my personal yeah. opinion from doing that type of workout. That's why I'm not so much worried about doing those 260 throughout the day on those those odd days or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I am going to try, try to do those uh, on like the actual like every every other day. Do that 260 because those like those sets of 35. Those aren't a failure to me for me. Those are just kind of you know, I mean specificity. You know, it's not that it's not that challenging. Like it doesn't it doesn't kill me. 
you know, mm-hmm. or as opposed maybe to like 80% yeah, or whatever, yeah. 70%, so, whatever that may be. It's just doing more push-ups. I'll get better at doing push-ups for the most part. So I'm not going to quite follow with the way he programs it because I think it's kind of, uh, yeah, it's, it's suboptimal, I think. I would agree. You know, so. I would agree. Yeah. All right. That's cool. But yeah, cool. the swimming is the only hard part. And so then when you, you said the 22nd, you're going to go to do um, the test. Uh-huh. Do you do all the tests that day or how does yeah, that you do testing all, work? Yeah, you do all of them. You do like, What does that entail? It's either 500 yards or 500 meters uh, swim. You have to get below 930 to get an auto qual score. And then you rest 10 yeah. minutes. And then you rest 10 minutes. And then you do um, max push-ups in two minutes. Rest two minutes, I think. Max sit-ups in two minutes, I think. Rest two minutes. Uh, max pull-ups. Rest I don't know, two two or ten minutes, I'm not sure, and then a mile and a half run, and you're trying to get below 9.30. Some, like, some elementary uh, school fitness test there. Right, yeah. I mean, it's, it's real, like... <laughs> that yeah. reminds me of, like, fifth grade. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of like, you know... Uh, Minus the swimming. It's almost kind of like just like a, a combine, you know, like, it's, sure. it's just rough, raw data they're looking for. Yeah. You know, so... Interesting. Yeah. Okay. That's what, that's what you gotta do, so... Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. So, I'm, I'm on so, so after you do the testing, like what happens then after that? I mean, then you just you're, you're in the program until you try to get a, like a contract. That's kind of the idea. So, like until you get those scores, you know, until you get those scores. Yeah. So you have to wait for them to offer you. Yeah, a contract. And is it kind of like whatever, just like professional sports? Like the better numbers you get, the better contract you get, or is like everyone kind of get the same? I mean, once you get if you if you get a contract, you get a contract, but it's just like the the likelihood of getting a contract. Like if you hit those those scores, then you should get a contract, and especially since I have a clean record and a clean medical bill, um, and maybe my my ASVAB score might help a little bit. And that's my, the that's the um, like the IQ test I, kind of yeah sure, yeah okay. yeah Sorry. that and. Um, the fact that I'm a little bit older and I have a degree, because both of those are kind of appreciated. Sure. Um, so yeah, that's kind of kind of the idea. Yeah. Okay. But it's just kind of hard because I I feel myself losing muscle and like strength on my lifts. Um, well, we but, talked about it. Yeah. It's yeah. hard to maintain. I know all of those things all at the same I time. I know, but it feels like I'm gonna be built like one of those guys from Men in Black again, like those little. Uh, cockroaches like this, <laughs> you know yeah uh, um i mean yeah. you know time and but, place for everything i guess though yeah like like you talked about it for because i mean you i think i've heard you talk you want to eventually go into like special forces and that kind of stuff right something like that yeah and i think you've kind of explained it like those guys they don't do like the super high volume crazy kind of stuff like they do more like regular kind of strength lifting and once you, don't are, to, you don't have to hit those type of same benchmarks because yeah, once you're already you in, proved yourself. Yeah, I mean, like this type of stuff, like this isn't really so much as a. I mean, yes, it's there is a threshold of fitness, but once you're actually like in training, like the kind of ideas, it's not so much like. I mean, it is there is fitness invo- involved in it, but it's also like a beating. You know, it's a, it's mm-hmm. it's mental. They're they're trying to mentally break yeah, you through yeah. fitness. So, yeah. but like once you kind of get through that, then like there is like you can kind of slow down your pace and do. Like if I wanted to do like normal weightlifting and still do all the other stuff, it's not quite to the same degree as this. Yeah, yeah, it's a bit extreme. Yeah, two hundred and sixty push-ups in a workout. Yeah, (laughs) you know, that's just me. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, that's it there for that. Yeah. Anything else reporting? No, I mean I cut back jujitsu. I think to. uh, This week it's gonna be three days. I was doing five last week when I made my switch or whatever. You know, that's a lot. Yeah, but I'm getting I was getting pretty sick at jujitsu, hitting some sick shit, so that felt cool. But yeah, so needless to say, I'm, I gotta what is because I'm not not necessarily be overtraining already, but I definitely could be under recovering because like I know like, <laughs> that's like that's something that people actually talk about. You know, it's like don't be so quick to assume that you're overtraining. You could be under recovering too. I mean, they, they yeah. factor into one another, but yeah, if you if you do better recovery, your likelihood of overtraining. Um, and then it's big, you know. Sure. So that's just something that like, I'm trying to stay on top of. So I gotta get on stretching and whatnot. But yeah, recovery's hard. Yeah. Well, that's you. Gotta get a whoop, bro. Yeah, I know. What are you doing right now? Um. So I just came off deload week last week for the first meso cycle. Um. This is the first week of the second meso cycle. Just doing a lot of lifting. Um. I bunted up to five days a week of lifting. 
and then I'm trying to try and stick to like two or three days a week of um, bliss, low intensity, steady state. So just trying to maintain my aerobic base. Um, that way, once I get into doing more tri triathlon style stuff, I don't have to build up my aerobic base and then also build up my lactate threshold. I just already have that good aerobic base, and then I can kind of just um, max it out because I'm probably pretty close to my um, aerobic threshold, and then just focus on lactate clearing because I think we talked about it before when I did my first triathlon. There's only a certain um, – there, there's a cap on your aerobic threshold. You can only intake so much oxygen and utilize it. What really sets apart the elite cardiovascular athletes is their um, their lactate clearing. So you can you can drive up the intensity and um, clear clear the acidosis. So you can maintain that higher that higher intensity for longer periods of time. So yeah, that's the objective. Lifting like five days a week, um, feeling pretty good about it. Nothing too crazy. Just Isertel. Hypertrophy guide, just follow along with that. Emphasis is on hamstrings and back because those are going to be two important muscles for when I go to do my triathlon is to have strong back, strong legs. Um, I'm already, it's already, I feel like I'm already very like strong in my quads just from cycling so much. So, And I haven't really been using um, my clip-ins for as long, so it doesn't. I wasn't really getting that full range of motion. And using my hamstrings as much up until pretty recently when I got my clip-ins. So yeah, back and hamstrings is the emphasis. I've just been really excited about training recently. Like I've been really enjoying it, um, doing it a lot. Even doing like two a day sometimes. I like cycle in the morning and then go and lift in the afternoon. Um, so yeah, let me double check this. So I figured out this is like goes out like every yeah every twelve minutes. It's kind of unfortunate that uh um. Training hamstrings is so like, I don't want to say unfulfilling, but like, it's not like you can see the pump, or it's not no, like, you know, no, and you don't really see that much progress with your hamstrings, really. Yeah, like, no, it's like it's not because you hold a lot of fat in your like in your like legs and whatnot. So unless you're super lean, you're not gonna see like the striations like you can in, like your shoulders, yeah, or like any kind of muscle separation like quads, like if you got the teardrops or whatever, you know. Um, yeah, they just hurt, you know, like yeah, after doing like some do. heavy RDLs, Shit. <laughs> they just, they just hurt and you're like, fuck. And then you don't really see the progress. My hamstrings feels like they're being like pulled on vice grips at the moment. Sheesh. Yeah, just cause I'm doing so much running and swimming and shit. A little tight, eh? Yeah, a little tight. Nothing new though. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, just been doing that and, been, and then just really, really what, um, focus on a lot is diet. Cooking a lot of stuff from the from the um the cookbook, uh you saw this was pretty fucking wild. But um you know I decided to do a series on my pot on my um YouTube page called the Cookbook Chronicles where I was been cooking stuff from um Doucette's cookbook. And first one I did the anabolic French toast, what he's kind of known for. And then number two, I wanted to do a dessert because that's where I struggle the most is eating too many um high high calorie dense foods and so i made chocolate blueberry peanut butter protein ice cream and Doucette himself commented i fucking lost my mind wasn't that <laughs> so crazy it's pretty fucking funny I, yeah it's I, cool. mean, I was laughing i was like no way <laughs> yeah dude i was i was i i like it was like a jaw drop kind of moment i was like what in the you're like is this the real him yeah <laughs> yeah i was like this is for sure a poser like like you know people do that they'll like put the same kind of profile yeah. picture and then have a similar name, but like maybe like a space or something, or and something. write some stupid ass comment or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was actually on like on my personal YouTube page account, and I I just saw the views had gone up quite a bit, and I was like, oh shit! So I just clicked on it with my my personal page, and then I saw the views. I was like, okay, cool. And then I scrolled down, and I'm like, oh, oh, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what now? So yeah, I made sure it was legit. But I was like, dude, I don't know if it's because I know, I know, I know he has people that work for him. He's like mentioned it before. He has a pretty big business at this point. So I was like, dude, the guy almost has like a million followers on on YouTube. 
You think he's really, like, going through just, like, checking videos that, like, have his name in it and, like, watching them? Because also he mentioned, he, he, what he referenced in the, in the, in the, in the video was kind of pretty deep in it. He was, he was, like, talking about, oh, the Splenda versus, uh, Sugar Twin. It doesn't matter, which is his little catchphrase. And that was pretty deep into the video, so I was surprised. I was like, did you really watch, like, this whole thing? Like, just to get that deep and, like, <laughs> make that reference to the... Yeah. What I said. You in your kitchen. Or, yeah. Yeah. Just me fucking around. That production in my quality. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was even blurry too because I couldn't get the focus right. And I was like, God damn it. I was like, whatever. I'm going to send it anyways. Um, and. Um, Gotta start putting out that content, you know? Yeah. Who gives a fuck, you know? I just put it out. Does it even and, matter? You know, it's really, it's real fun because um, I'm actually being in pretty decent views on some of my YouTube videos and it's a little bit more motivating. Um, I guess I'm using a little clickbait maybe with the Greg Doucette. He's pot right now, so, you know, putting his name in the title for sure. I don't know how SEO works but um, and, like, the YouTube algorithm, but I, I'm for sure that helps. Because I put out another video. It was, like, a tier list video, and I didn't get nearly as many um, views. And then, like, also I made one on the new health secretary, which was probably, like, a hot topic mm-hmm. at the time. And that got, actually, a ton of views, like, 65 or something, which is, like, that's, like, I mean... It's, five almost 10 times higher than my average <laughs> yeah um you know what i mean so like um maybe that's the key you know Cook get, get, yeah getting those like buzzwords i well for sure it's like the key right you either die the hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain <laughs> yeah exactly exactly but i'm not i'm, I'm not doing anything too egregious with the clickbait i mean it's just it, i mean it's not even really clickbait because that's what i'm doing you know it's, it's like buzzwords kind of yeah thing. it's buzzwords really is is I'm doing something in relation to Greg Doucette, so of course I'd like put his name in the title. Um, but anyways, I got off topic there. What was I saying? Yeah, just focus on the diet. I've been enjoying doing that. Just need to really lock it in. I'm trying to get lean. Lean yeah. as a motherfucker. I was, was going to add um, one thing that I know was having a problem with last week is that my, my uh, resting heart rate was like at 80. Ooh. yeah and then like i don't know if that was just how'd you how'd you get that well one i had my watch and i was like well this can be like off obviously you know but it's, yeah. it's given me a kind of decent tracking in the past or like, apple watch yeah apple watch and so like then uh um since my dad's been doing this having this little like health thing he's okay but like he he got like a uh, one of the automatic ones you know mm-hmm. yeah. and so i put that on and it said the same thing and oh, really? because i mean last week i was just super stressed out like I could just feel it stressed out. And, yeah. like, when I would go to work out, like, it was almost, like, like I was, like, sw- say, for, like, swimming, like, I couldn't, like, I couldn't swim more than a lap just because I was so stressed out and my, like, resting heart rate was so high that, like, I went into, like, my heart rate went into overdrive so quickly that, like, I just couldn't do much, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and then also, like, probably Thursday through Sunday, like, like I said, I was super stressed out. And then, and then I thought, oh, my gosh, am I having arrhythmia? You know, like, cause, like, my chest was, like, I felt my chest, like, like beating irregular or something like that. Mm-hmm. So the first day I was like, dude, I'm having fucking arrhythmia. Like I'm so stressed out. Mm-hmm. And then I think, cause like anytime you get like a feeling around your chest, it's kind of hard to like figure out what it is. Like when I had that costochondritis that yeah. one time, I was like, I remember walking out of jujitsu and I was like, I'm having a hard time breathing in my chest. Like mm-hmm. what? Like I'm not having a heart attack, but like in my head I was like, there's no way. But like it felt like I was having yeah. a heart attack, yeah. you know. So it's just you like, go to like worst case scenario and brain, and, it, and it's especially hard to like figure it out when it's happening in that area. And there's only last week is only my left chest like my left popsicle it was only my left popsicle it was only my left pectical my left pectoral pectical popsicle whatever pectoral stuttering ass it was only my left pectoral that was like tweaking out and like it was like contracting yeah, but it was like moving, like contracting weird, and it felt like it didn't feel like on the surface, surface, <laughs> surface. Jeez, <You> good, bro. <laughs> no, I told you, bro. I'm stressed out. I can't even talk no more. But anyways, like, and so like, then a few days later, I realized like, I think it's just like it's just like cramping like on the inside or something like that. And I, was, I looked it up, and like I was trying to figure out why. And it's like one of the reasons it said is because low magnesium, low um, potassium. Yeah, or um, yeah over exhaustion from overexertion. I was like, well, that made sense because I did five days of jiu-jitsu that week and maybe the week before and then a lot of lifting yeah. as well. And when I'm doing jiu-jitsu, like I said, like I'm still a white belt. Like I'm getting better, but like I'm fighting bigger guys and guys who are better than me a lot of the time, you know. Mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I am exerting pretty hard. So I was like, maybe in a combination of being stressed, but maybe it could have just been like that, you know. But still, like that freaked me out too, and the whole like heartbeat thing. But like this week feels better. But yeah, it was hard to work out when my resting heart rate was like eighty. Yeah, it's really high. Yeah, it should be around like sixty. Yeah, I mean, nor- normal people are probably around like the average is like seventy. Yeah, you know? maybe. Yeah. Yeah. But like I'm not like I'm pretty physically fit, you know. So I yeah, around. that's that's not good for you. Yeah, especially so, since you do you've been doing a lot of cardio lately. Yeah, like you'd you'd assume it's lower. Yeah. So when I was around eighty, I would, like like just like at rest or in conversation, like I would felt I felt uneasy like walking around my day to day life, so stressed out. Like if I was talking to you right now or like my dad or like I'm not feeling like this now, but like I would feel like a sense of almost like doom. Doom. It was Shit. bad. It was pretty bad. What's going on? Are you like worried about your dad, or no, like I mean, you worried about? Like, no, I'm just worried about like the military. Like, yeah, that. I'm more so worried about that. Yeah. But so like it was just really hard to do anything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was just super weird. Thankfully, it's not like that right now. But yeah, I was hard making it hard to train. Mm-hmm. But it was super weird because like yeah, like walking around at 80, you know, when I'm probably normally around. I mean, when I did my marathon. I got down to like 52 or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know. So yeah, that was a trip. So that, I, I guess that was an update too in regards to my fitness, but. This week's better, but and I also probably made it harder to tolerate um, all like the workouts I was doing, you know, because I, I mean, I'm sure my aerobic base wasn't as good as it needed to be, but like that can be like an indicator of it, you know, but also stress. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, not for sure. But yeah, needless to say, stress and my aerobic base probably wasn't as good as it need needs to be and was or needed to be because I'm still working on it. Like it's still not as good as it should be right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that was just something else that was kind of thrown in the mix there too. That's pretty wild. Yeah, it's pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Good thing you're on the other side of it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, cool, cool. I think that's it for fitness going on currently. Um, I just wanted to go over a few different things that I had going on. Not necessarily fitness related, but just kind of somewhat related. Um. You know, so Greg Doucette, you know, I'm just putting on Greg Doucette kick, but he, I, he, I was watching one of his videos, and one of the things he said that I thought was very interesting is that, um, he had this quote, you're, um, like, in regards to eating on his cookbook, he was like, you'll be so full you can't help but lose weight, which that was, like, a funny thing <laughs> to say, because, you know, we kind of touched on it last week, I think, but so, so, so many people think they need to, like, starve themselves to lose weight. And that's like the exact opposite of what you want to do. Because then you're not going to feel full and satiated. And then you're probably more likely to binge. So um, I never heard anyone say that, you know. I thought that was unique. So full. Can't help but lose weight. And it's true because I've been eating a lot less calorie-dense foods. I've been eating like egg white omelets and anabolic French toast and whatnot. And it's, it's, it's gone pretty good. Pretty solid. Cause like, let me check the calorie intake and calorie. I don't know. I feel like, I mean, yes. Like I obviously probably know. I do know more than the general population, but I know more than like weight loss too. You know, mm-hmm. but like for anyone who's really struggling with weight loss or like wants like really like they say, oh, I want to lose weight, but they really don't do their homework. Cause once you do your homework, like, it kind of becomes like just the basics. It's math. Yeah, the, but the it's basics also become simple. Like if, if you know. If you eat a lot of protein, you're just going to become you're going to be full, you know. And then, like, there's other people, little strategies. Well, sorry, there's ahead. other little strategies you can do, like as far as like drinking more water or water before you eat, or like you can, like um, I know um, Mike Isertels, like he's like really a, a big fan of like uh, using caffeine, like small amounts of caffeine at, at the right times to uh, to mitigate uh, like the hunger signals as well. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you just do your due diligence, then like. You're gonna figure out like oh the all the little tricks and like the kind of like the the main strategy that will help you in the long run lose the weight. Yeah, but it's, people don't have that. Um, don't have that. Uh, people just don't have that. Um, that time to commit to learning the stuff. I don't feel like. Yeah, I mean that's fair enough. I mean I definitely and, do. like it's simple to us because we've been doing it for a minute. But like if you're just kind of getting into it, like there's so much information out there. There's a lot of bad information really too yeah and you don't know exactly what to follow i feel like it's there's kind of like this like this thing called like the way you know we've talked about before right the way like yeah with miyamoto was the fool's name the the sword fighter the japanese oh yeah yeah. oh yeah 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 um yeah the the um yeah the japanese sword fighter yeah 13th century century or some shit like that the what the five 
No. Yeah, Book of Five Rings. Book of Five Rings. Yeah, great. but like, um, like so, I kind of have no more than the general population when it comes to like say fitness. But like, there's like things that like I'm trying to learn, whether it be guitar or like the stock market or other things, like where I'm still relatively new in, you know. Uh-huh. And but but I actively look for new information, and I I try to cross reference it. I try to look at a bunch yeah. of different sources so I can see like what's the the common themes, what might be you know just bollocks, like what might be bullshit, you know, and then like. Like you do your due diligence, like you do your homework, and then you kind of you you familiar familiarize yourself with the the content or the the material, and then you start to become educated on it, and then you start to know which which educational or which like people to listen to because you recognize oh this guy really doesn't know what he's talking about because I have the base of knowledge and his stuff kind of lines up blah blah blah, so like it just seems like people are like kind of like they don't really know how to do that you know. Like they don't really know how to learn. They just they know that's, what they've been what taught. Yeah. That's like we people talk about too, like the problem with schools and colleges sometimes. That's exactly um, what I was people say. people just regurgitate the information they've been told, but they don't really think about like the process itself and like the right way to do do things. I think hundred percent. I think that's like something that I mean, needs that's, to be taught is how that, to learn. <laughs> I don't know, you know. That's that's a huge problem for sure. Um, yeah, but the gentleman's name's Miyamoto Musashi. I don't know. Miyamoto yeah, Musashi. Right there. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that. No offense, sorry. Miyamoto Musashi. Yeah, yeah that's what I was yeah. say. The, the Book of Five Rings. That's a. I should re-listen to that. It's pretty short. Yeah, it's really short. It's yeah. like only a couple hours long. Yeah. And if you do it on like 1.2, 1.5 playback, you can get through it faster. But that's a really good book. Um, what were we talking about though? Uh, you're talking about like uh, how easy it is to lose weight if you eat enough protein. Yeah, man. Cause so I, I just did it. What I've been eating recently is the anabolic French toast for breakfast, and then I'll eat this Tex-Mex omelet for uh, lunch. And the the uh, I eat two pieces of French toast, and that's 270 calories. And then I'll throw some like berry some berries on it, like strawberries, blueberries, maybe banana if we don't have anything else. So that's like another like 50 to 100 calories bananas a little bit higher so that's 370 and then i'll have this tex-mex omelet um for lunch and it's 415 and you should see how much fucking food this is it's like a whole ass dinner plate full of just egg whites um lean lean ground beef he's yeah he says 95 percent lean um i couldn't find that i can only get 93 yeah 93 so um close enough it's only got one whole egg in there, but you know a little bit of fat's good. You need you need a little bit of fat, and then it's just a ton of um oh fat-free cheese, so like low-calorie cheese, and just a lot of vegetables, tomatoes, onions, bell pepper, green onions, and then you have like fat-free sour cream or salsa that's low-calorie. So that's four fifteen. I just did the quick math there, not really quick math because I did a calculator, but um you know so if you so six eighty-five, and then if you add um, like the like the fruit calories, you're probably going like seven. Let's just round it up, seven fifty, seven fifty calories. Um, and it's like one o'clock. I've only ate like seven hundred fifty calories, and like my average calorie burn throughout the day. Most people aren't going to be this high, but thirty five hundred, right there. Um, oh, that one's incomplete. So that one's not good. And this was a lower day Sunday, twenty four hundred. That's a low day. 4,600 on last Saturday, 3,400. So it's like, it's just, um, you know, eating these low, and you feel super full and satiated. You're not like, I need fucking food, like, immediately. Like, um, it's just like, I wish people um, understood the concept of low-calorie dense food more. Yeah. Because it's Wait, big, so big key. You said how many calories are in a day? Is that what you said? Well, that's just for these two meals, oh, okay. um, which I've been eating pretty consistently. Like, like I eat Annabelle French toast every fucking day. Yeah. For the last like three, four weeks, um, and then I just kind of started adding in the Tex-Mex omelet. I've been doing that um, for lunch most days, and that, that those two, and then it adds a little bit of fruit in there, around like seven hundred fifty calories um, for two meals. Like most people are. Eat like, what's what would you say is like an average breakfast for most people? Uh, it depends. Some people skip breakfast and then overeat on bullshit the rest of the day. Yeah, so let's go like lunch, like your average like 
like say you work at an office building and you go to get lunch at some place like fucking Panda Express or like yeah, that could um, be 800 plus calories easily right yeah yeah I wonder I don't even know but yeah you I mean put a stat on that you could pull up <laughs> say Aver- let's see let's see the average calorie intake for take for takeout food I wonder if there's a stat on that Oh, it's just calories you should eat in a day. Whatever, whatever <laughs> it is. Um, you know, but but the thing is, say even if it is the same kind of um calorie intake, maybe around eight hundred or so for like I I bet I bet way higher than that, but like eight hundred for like Panda Express, you get like fucking chow mein and some chicken and whatever. Um, that's gonna not be nearly as uh satiating, you know. Uh, so so, some meals are easily over a thousand. Yeah, I'm sure a lot are. Yeah, e- easily over a thousand. I just ate like that. I ate two, and I'm only hitting eight hundred, which is pretty wild. Which before we talked about, like I would eat my bacon, egg, and cheese. I haven't done the co- total calorie intake for that, but that would that that was probably easily at least eight hundred calories just there, probably more. So um, yeah, man, it's pretty wild. So um, in regards, I think I brought this up last week, but I was like. <clears throat> I'm going to just start saying I'm a kinesiologist. I haven't graduated yet, but I'm a kinesiology student, and I'm working towards that. And um, I got one of my clients to agree to do the diet program. So I sent her, I put together like a questionnaire, sent it over to her. She saw and filled it out. But that's whatever, you know, it's fine. Um, so I got her, and then I posted uh, my ice cream on my fitness page, and then Daniel, he put, he commented on, like, oh, I need to get my diet straight, or whatever, and I saw, so I DM'd him, I was like, hey, bro, really trying to lose some weight, fucking, I got you, and then he was like, yeah, yeah, so, okay, get this, this, I thought this was so strange, um, he, he said, yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, um, get my diet straight, let me actually just go to it, not loading but um yeah i'm trying to get my diet set up and i was like well if you're really trying to do it i can i can do it for you and he's like and i was like so what's your budget because i i don't know daniel what daniel's really doing at this point so i was like i was trying to i wasn't like trying to just like charge him a shit ton of money because then he probably wouldn't go for it um so i was trying to get a kind of rough idea of what he was down for and he was like my budget uh, like $70 a week. I was like, okay. So I was like, I'm trying to go more of the do set route. So I was like, let me just charge him a one-time thing and then I'll just do all of it and give it to him and then just check in with him like once a week, every other week, whatever he needs, you know, support along the way. So I was like, if he's, he's doing like $70 a week for, that's his budget, I was like, I'll charge him 250 I felt like that was... A good amount, mm-hmm. you know. Normally, I'd probably charge people more, but he's like more. I think he's out of college now, but you know, like college, college student, not super high income, like ourselves. We can't spend a, like a shit ton of money on a meal plan, you know. Yeah. So um, then he was like, "Oh man, that's a big investment. I don't know if I could do that." But I was like, "Well, you just said you're willing to spend seventy dollars a week. So how much? How much were they? One forty. Um, two ten. So basically, four weeks would go by, and you'd be paying more. And I know you're, I don't know what his, I know his goal is to lose weight, but I, I know your goal weight is farther than four weeks away. So I was like, this is a better deal for you. Mm-hmm. And I, and then I was like, you don't have to pay it. Oh, shit. Pause. <laughs> All the cards. What the fuck? I thought I emptied it. Alright, well, audio only from here on out. Damn, that's unfortunate. How is the card full? That doesn't make sense. Um, I lost my train of thought. Uh, his goal is further than four weeks out. Yeah, his goal is farther than four weeks out. So, you know, one time of two fifty. So I was like, oh yeah. So you don't have to. Um, you don't have to pay it all up front. You can do just like weekly installments. Like I was like fifty dollars a week for five weeks. So that's lower than what you said you were. Uh, your budget was, 
and you only have to pay it out for five weeks, but it's going to take longer than that, and you'll get support along the way. I'll give you the, 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 the recipes, meal plan, set out your calorie intake, all that stuff. He was like kind of iffy about it. I was like, I don't, I don't understand the mentality. Do you know? Like, yeah. you're willing to spend seventy dollars a week, but then I'll, you see like a bigger number, like two fifty, and you're like, whoa, that's like that's too much. It's like, yeah. well, you were you were committing to spending more than that, anyways. Yeah, way more than that. I don't, you know, do you, I mean, yeah, do, you, I do. do you understand it? Like, I don't understand the mentality. Yeah, I mean, it, it's hard. So, I mean, that's like the whole like. That's the whole sales side of everything, you know, that we don't really necessarily enjoy, but got to do. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, maybe I didn't come at it. He's he's a friend, so I came at it a little bit different. Um, and then he was like, "Oh, does that cover?" He was like, "Do I still need a grocery shop?" I was like, "Well, yeah, I'm not gonna fucking do it for you <laughs> for two hundred fifty dollars. If you if you want me to." grocery shop for you and get exactly what you want you're gonna have to charge me a lot more than that or pay so you a lot more than that this is a meal plan you're getting right yeah okay yeah um but i don't know i think he's still gonna go through with it he just said um he's gonna think about it so i was like okay hopefully he goes through with it we'll see but i was like i was i was like i was cool with um charging him a little bit less just so um I, I hate, hate the whole walking the fine line with your friends when you're just like talking about the money part. Yeah, know? yeah. Well, I try not to be. I have. I, I have. I've always had this problem since I got into training. I'm. I, I've noticed. I'm. I'm scared of asking for money. Like I don't. I don't commit to it. Mm-hmm. I've always had that problem as a trainer, and it just became like really pre- relevant or not relevant. Came really um obvious to me. Um, I had this one lady. Who, con- who got into contact with me through my website, and we met at the park, and this, that, and the other. I did a whole my whole sales pitch thing or whatever. But then, she was a very like type A personality, like um, works in like big business type stuff. I can't remember exactly what she did, but like I didn't get to like the sale part quick enough, and like just be like, hey, this is how much it is. I was trying to you know throw some sauce on it, and ultimately I think that's what like made me lose the sale is I couldn't just say like this is what it is and yeah just it take it or leave it for what it is and ultimately I didn't get that sale and that really bugged me cuz I got to be in the mentality of I got to close a lot more now as being a private trainer as opposed to working at like a corporate not a corporate but a commercial gym um such as the Y cuz with the Y I mean if I lost a potential client it wasn't a big deal I'd have another one in a couple of days, um, but potential clients nowadays don't come around all that often. You gotta you gotta close on them a lot a lot better. Um, so yeah, the moral of that story is I just I I'm not afraid of asking for money, and I I literally it, it was bugging me so much I wrote it down on a piece of paper and put it on my on my wall in my room. I was like, don't be afraid to ask for money because. Uh, there's, there's a weird mentality of like, you almost don't even feel like you deserve that type of money, like to do what you do. Cause I think we've talked about it. Um, for this information, we feel like it's like super easy, super like, it's just like, duh, that's what it is. But there's people that don't understand it and you know, they, they need kind of some handholding along the way to get them to the, what they need. So they're in need of a particular thing they're going to they're going to pay for what they think is valuable. So, as long as they see value in it, they'll pay whatever, you know. So, now I'm trying to just not worry as much about oh, it's too much money, like I'm kind of nervous to ask for this much. I just send it out there and um if they're down for it, then good. If not, it wasn't meant to be. Cuz ultimately, Daniel, maybe I dropped it a little too low for him. But say I, say I did like did like hundred bucks or hundred fifty, where it's not as much of an investment. You're that's what it is. It's not as much of an investment, so they're not going to take it as seriously, and they're not going to commit to it. Yeah. And then they're not going to follow through with it. So I think investing a little bit more money, you're gonna get, you're gonna get more out of me to do something. 
because I feel like I'm getting more value for my work and then you're investing more money so you're not going to want to blow it off. So that's that's kind of how I go about it. Even even with the um even with a friend such as Daniel cuz I cuz I I know I know it's going to work. Like I know um I I know if he follows what I have to say and puts the work in he'll see the results. So um yeah. I'm just rambling, but yeah, no, it is kind of a yeah, it's kind of like a hard line, or it's kind of like a, it's weird sometimes. Yeah, you know, you know, I actually had a, a similar um, situation with uh, my grandma, or I guess it's just a family friend, but he actually lives with my grandma now. Um, he, this was actually one of my things I had written here. Uh, oops, not that one. Yeah, so. So my um, family friend, he lives with my grandma. He he, uh, he had disectomies, two or three lumbar disectomies, where they basically removed the whole intervertebral disc. So pretty fucking rough, and it was like a, quite a while ago, but it's gotten so bad. You know, there's no cushion there. It's just bone to bone, and then all the nerves are in there. So he's just had nerve compression, and um, I can't remember exactly, but he. One of his legs is completely numb. One to his like his knee, his maybe his arm. I can't remember, but a sciatic nerve problems, just like geez, real real bad. And that's just the lower body. He he has like some neck stuff going on too. But um, what was I trying to say? He's got all these different issues going on, and my grandma was like, "Oh, could you please help him out this and the other?" Um, He's, you know, older gentleman, so they're, you know, older people aren't fixed incomes. They don't necessarily have the money to spend on particular things. So my grandma was just like, oh, could you please help him out, this, that, and the other. I was like, I'll do my one free orientation session because, you know, that's what I do. But, like, past that, it's this isn't a hobby to me, mm-hmm. you know. I This is my job. Like, it's what I do for money. I can't be training people for free. So I was like, I'll do the orientation session. And I, I helped him out a lot, actually. I'm, I'm pretty um, happy about it because he was hobbling around, couldn't get shoes on just because he had no mobility. His hamstrings, his low back are really tight. Um, so I had him do some like nerve flossing, sciatic nerve, lumbar nerve, um, some PNF stretching in the hamstrings, some other stuff, you know. And uh, within like a week of that, he was able to walk normal without a, without like um, hobbling, and he was able to get shoes on and tie his own shoes. And I was yeah, it was it was pretty cool. Was he but, pretty stoked about that? Yeah, he was really stoked. And um, uh, like I think he expects me to because I was like, oh, just check up with me in about a month and see how you're doing. And I think he expects me to kind of like keep checking in on him. And doing free sessions, I'm like, I, I don't think he understands that, like, what I did for him, you could have gone to, like, a chiropractor or a physical therapist or a doctor and paid hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to to get that mobility back. And I literally just did it for free for you. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think you understand, like, mo- the average trainers, like, not going to understand nerve flossing and, like, yeah. I mean, all I these. Yeah. Yeah. But that's okay. Like, but, like, I... I I um I study it and like my knowledge is worth something, you know. Yeah. yeah. And like my my it was, it was just frustrating the fuck out of me. I'm just kind of rambling. I don't know, but um if you if you really value your, your health, you 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 should pay for the knowledge. I yeah. I think instead of just being like um you know guilt tripping someone yeah because they're like family friends or yeah. a family member or a friend you know yeah um so yeah i had that situation which was interesting so he better not be coming to me again asking for a fucking <laughs> a free session I'm, I'm just gonna tell him like what i did for you like you like if you want to invest in that further you're gonna have to pay you know yeah yeah that's hard but yeah it's a matter of fact yeah. yeah, it's just it's just my job. I, it's not a hobby for me anymore. I do it for a living. Time make money. It's kind of hard too because it's not like you have like the cushion of like on, you're on salary, you know, and like yeah, like 
this is literally like that's that's your bread that, that you're not that he's not giving you you know like yeah you're, you're just doing it for free yeah exactly you know? and it kind of bugs me because also too what happened is he like this is frustrating too because um my dad recently got a new gun and, and he's kind of a gun guy so we went to the range and shot some guns saturday or sunday i can't remember and um he's bought like ammo right now just because everyone's buying a fucking gun ammo is just like through the roof in price because they can't make enough and so he's ta he's talking to my dad about buying all this ammo shit ton of money expensive yeah. expensive for ammo you have guns right I don't. oh you know you don't well, i know, yeah, I know but you know yeah. ammo is expensive right now just cause buying demand and it just frustrates the fuck out of me because he says he's on a fixed income and doesn't have the money to spend on training, but then is spending all this money on ammo. Like, how many thousands of rounds? Like, I understand if you have a gun, you need ammo, but, like, how many thousands of rounds do you need for every other kind of type of gun you have when you're, like, who who gives a fuck about ammo and guns? If you can't even walk around, you can't even get around. Well, that's the that's, thing. Yeah, you're I mean, it's one thing to, like, stockpile if you're really getting ready for the nitty-gritty, but if you're not, if you're not, you know, making it up the stairs, like, yeah, like, you might he, not be... He's not making them up very quick. Like, before he wasn't probably at all. Now, yeah. <laughs> now he can, but maybe not very fast. But it's like, your health is more important than bullets. Yeah. What are you talking about? Yeah. It's like, I, I don't understand the mentality of some people. Like, why do you not value your health more than these, these pieces of metal? Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But you can't just you can't just like cost one out for that because like I don't know it's not very professional I guess. Yeah, I mean it depends on like, the relationship you have. I mean like you could approach it like yeah I get like I mean you, I mean you support like yeah you need the ammo I get it but you need to be able to use it you know yeah like, you need to be able to get around <laughs> yeah. and like move and, yeah like I mean you should like he he's he's not hobbling around anymore but he's still not you know fucking Usain Bolt running you know, whatever. Yeah. Olympic athlete. It's just, uh, getting through that, getting that mentality to people's brains sometimes challenging. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, people kind of have blinders on when it comes to like a lot of different things. Like they don't realize like what's actually stopping them. They think like, oh, I need this. But it's like, you know, it's like Jordan Pearson kind of says like, no, clean up your room first. Like take care of yourself mm -hmm. and stuff before you go out and change the world and try to do all this. Like, that way you're you're capable of it, you know. Like you're you're not even in good health. You don't even have your own life together. Mm hmm. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. So I, I had another situation um, in regards to that. So after I I had worked with my family friend, my um my grandma was there, and um he was like, oh um when are you gonna work out with with Zach? And then my grandma was like, oh I don't I don't need to work out. There's nothing wrong with me. And I'm like ah, god damn it. And then she was like. Well, I'm I'm in pretty good shape. I'm I have a strong core, and why do people lie to themselves? You know, my grandma she's like 75, I think 76, somewhere around there. She just had surgery like a few months ago. Um, has been bedridden for not bedridden, but like more set to bed. You know, yeah, resting, recovering. Same. Maybe kind yeah. of similar to yeah. your dad. You know, yep. um, and. You know, you're, you're, you're older, and you don't work out, and you just had surgery not that long ago, and you've just been standing inside. Why do you think you're in good shape? You're not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's just, it's so strange. And um, Greg Doucette had, um, I think, a video about this, too, of, like, people, oh, he was, like, people lying about their body fat percentage. Like, pe people always, like, cut an extra, like, 5 6% off their body fat percentage. When you know it's not fucking, you're just lying to yourself. It's so strange. People like to lie to themselves. Remind me about body fat percentage at some point. I have a funny story. Okay. But um, I, I, again, the, the mentality of like, um, reality's a suggestion, if you will. Do you listen to History of Hyenas at all? Chris Stefano and Yas Papas? Mm -mm. They have this funny line where they say, reality is a suggestion. And it really is. Like, you're so. You're like, you're over, you're overweight or you're obese, and you think you're in good shape. You have a strong core. Let's do a plank test. I bet you don't even make it to thirty seconds. <laughs> um, and then also the mentality of like you need to um, have something wrong with you to work out. Like you're you're too far gone by that point. You you got to you got to start when you're when you're just you know your regular person just living your life. And that's when you got to start working out. 
you're not, you, you don't want to wait until there's something wrong with you because then you're at a deficit and then you got to just get, do all the rehab and whatever you need to do, fix your body just to get the baseline and then you go from there. But anyways, you can tell your story. Well, I was going to add on to how you said like people like give themselves like, like too much credit in a sense, but like for me, like with this whole like training program and whatnot, like I feel like so like under, like uh, underdeveloped or undertrained, you know, which is kind of funny. Like after like years and years of working out, mm-hmm. when it comes to this type of stuff too, like I feel like, man, I gotta get my shit together. Like I'm fucking like I'm weak, you know. Yeah. Like, that's what I, but like, um, so yeah, it's just kind of funny that like, well, you have your, it's kind of like an ego thing. I feel like yeah, you got you got it in check. Yeah, there's people that just don't don't do anything for themselves and and just lie to themselves and and confl- uh they have a false sense of themselves though. yeah a yeah. false sense of yeah exactly which i definitely can in other areas but like when it comes to fitness like i i feel like i don't have a false like i'm well you're very educated in yeah. it so you understand like what's capable yeah like I, I i talk about what i'm capable to of too like like with the weight loss thing i was like oh i told my parents i'm gonna get really lean and they laughed at me i was like they're like you lose weight like but i like really, like I I know I've always been a lean person, and people have said like, "Oh, you're super lean." Um, so then I got that stuck in my head, like oh, I'm a lean person. But really, I could, I can drop some extra pounds, and why not? Like I have the capability of it, and I always tell myself I can, but I never have, mm-hmm. you know. So why I lie to myself of like, oh, I can get super lean if I wanted to? I I haven't. I don't. It's like, how do I know that I really could? You know? Yeah, that's very true. Well, my funny story about body fat percentage is my mom was looking at, like, some sort of program. She's looking at something to do, like, a meal plan. She's trying to lose some weight. Yeah. And, like, I've worked out in the past. Center on the diet plan. Huh? I'm yeah, sorry. right? And then, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, I'm going to work out. Like, I've done stuff with her before, but, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's not really internal with her. At least it hasn't been in the past. Like, as far as, like, like she, just, she doesn't really have, like, real drive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, she kind of does it, like, a workout here, maybe one layer in the week, and then pisses off for, like, three weeks or something. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then so she was like, oh, well, you don't work out with me. And I was like, I do. And I w- but, like, it just hasn't worked, okay? Mm-hmm. So I have the same problem with my mom. Yeah. Because she, she, I, cause I think I told you, she, I gave him, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I gave him the um, eight sessions workout. My dad is taking that and just run with it, and he's up to three days a week of training. My mom, I did one session with her, and she's just like, nah. Yeah. Yeah. Same, yeah. I mean, my dad's, like, the one who's, like, you know, up until this whole thing, like, he's been working out active his whole life, so he's with the yeah, one of them. Yeah, But, um, so anyways, like, she kind of found, like, a program, uh, like, honestly, I'm not even guilty about it. I was like, okay, like, although I'm a personal trainer, and, like, we still have the same house, it's like, okay, do it. Like, let's, like, cause you're investing in it. Like, let's see if you'll actually do it. Like, you kind of did the research on it, blah, blah, blah. And so she was trying to put in, like, her, like, her information to figure out her body fat percentage, see how much weight she needed to lose and whatnot. And at first, she didn't know what she was doing. And then she said, like, she put in, she put in, like, she was like, like 10% body fat and I was like and she's like I know that's wrong but I was like but like I don't know how to fix it or I don't know how to figure it out and I was like no you need to change that because that's going to screw up your whole plan like you were not that you know and then she did uh, yeah and then she did this thing where she did like a like circumference like of like like thighs waist and minus the neck or something like that I I wasn't familiar with that method but my dad did it for her and then she got like 60% and I was like, okay, no, you're not 60%. I, I, body fat percent. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. And I told her, you're probably somewhere from like 30 to 35, you know? And then she like, she did, found another calculator, um, she found another calculator online and it, she, it came out to like 37%. And I was like, yeah, I could see that, but like, that was yeah. kind of like within the range I predicted. Yeah, like 35, 40. You know, but it's just funny. First she put, she was 10% body fat. And then the second thought she put, she's well, like. how'd she get 10% though? I don't know. I, th- I forget what math she said she was doing in her head or like what she was trying to figure out. She did the math on and, <laughs> and then she got 60%. And I was like, mom, you would literally be like rolling around the floor if you were like 60%. Yeah, I mean, I had one client at the Y. She was 51 or 52% body fat, which is over half your body weight is fat, which yeah, is just crazy. insane how you get to that point at, in the first place. Yeah. But, um. She, yeah, she was a very large woman, so I couldn't even imagine an extra, like, 8 to 9% body fat. You'd be literally a fucking roly-poly. But, but there's people like that out there. Like, the 600-pound life, I mean, yeah. I couldn't even imagine what their body fat percentage is. Yeah, Maybe, like, 70? <laughs> Dude, I, it's, it's, it's scary, it's gross, and it's, it's nuts. I feel bad for those people. Yeah, I do, too. I feel bad for those people. Um... Well, yeah, the, well, I wanted to mention about the programs, too, because she's kind of been doing, like, cooking and yeah, prepping yeah. and all that. But, like, the programs she's been doing and, like, the exercises are, like, like, like the biggest, like, the 
I only looked at it real quick, I think. I only saw like, a couple of exercises, but I saw like a pullover, like a dumbbell pullover. And then I saw like skull crushers and like, I don't know what else there was, but I was like, man, like if I could just design this shit, but like also I thought like, like there's not that many compound movements, you know, but like for someone yeah. that like, I mean, it's on their own and it's like, it almost kind of seems like those like, like that's like that dumbbell pullover simple and like skull crushers, like those isolation movements and like easy movements. Like it has such like a low level entry that like people really could kind of do it on their own. As yeah. opposed to like doing like stuff like squats, barbell row, like all, all those type of stuff. He's yeah. like that takes a lot of like coaching and cueing. Yeah. But like, I mean, because those don't burn as many calories as like the yeah. isolation exercises don't. But the, just the fact that like they can be like self-taught or like it's a harder chance to screw up because you see the video. And it's only like a little bit moving, you know. Yeah. So I was like, I kind of get much, that. How much to it? Yeah, I was like, but I mean, even it's still suboptimal. You know, e- even even if you're doing compound movements. Um, just weightlifting in general, you don't burn a lot of calories, really. Yeah, for the most part. You, you, like, if you're really trying to lose weight, you really just need to focus on cardio. Well, I think you need to do like, both. Both. Yeah, but I mean, like... Because you're going to get benefits of building muscle that you're not going to get from doing cardio. Yeah, 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 no doubt. And, like, when you when you lose weights, you're not just burning fat. Yeah. You're, you're, you're probably going to lose some muscle definition as well. I mean, you and will. Y- yeah. yeah. Yeah, not probably. You will. That's why bodybuilders and try to keep as much muscle when they're losing weight as possible. Yeah. That's why they yeah. try to have their rate of gain so low. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, what was my point? So, weight lifting will offset that and main, you can maintain that muscle mass or even increase it. Um, you don't believe in that, but that's okay. What? Ma- uh, gaining muscle mass while in a deficit. Um. We, we we debated this last week. Did you watch? Did you did you watch that video or look at that I study? I, watched, I think I watched most of that video. Did you watch? Did you look at the study though? No. Let me bring up that study. Um, fuck. How do I did I bookmark it? I hope I bookmarked it. Um, but anyways, you know what? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, I'll, I'll show it to you. I'll show it to you later. Just time. Probably got ten more minutes. Oh shit! Yeah, you gotta go sometime. Yeah. Huh? Um. Okay. Yeah. So ten minutes. So how about how about this? Um, what other topics? Yeah. Yeah, let me go back to topics. I'll show you after, if we have time. Uh, okay, so in regards to um, uh, fat people, because <laughs> you had me on that topic, uh, we'll talk. So current events. There's two things I want to get to. Current events um, is the Lizzo video, and uh, Greg Doucette already made a video on this. Uh, dude. <sighs> okay. Where the fuck did I even start? You just can't be that fat. You just can't. She's morbidly obese. Obese? Huh? Obese? Obese. 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 I said it wrong. Obese. You put T at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, I said I did. Obese? Like she's a beast? Yeah, she's a beast. She's a beast, all right. Uh, morbidly obese. Sorry, I was saying it wrong. Now... Sorry, I said pectoral. <laughs> Pterodactyl. Pterodactyl. Um, now, no shade... She's morbidly ob- obese. That's just a medical term. She is so fat that it is detrimental to her health. You could die from being so fat. And if you go and look in the comments section, it's just, yeah, slay queen, you know, that kind of shit. And it's like, why are you reconfirming terrible behavior? And she, like one, you know, that one bigger plus size model, Ashley Graham, she's a little bit bigger, but like, she is really good shape, um, she's not, I mean, she's still probably technically obese, but like, she's, she carries it well, but she was like, oh yeah, affirmations, um, something about that or whatever, okay, affirmations are good, affirming what you believe, but affirming poor behavior is not good, you're, you're affirming poor behavior, you want to affirm, affirm good behavior, so, and and her saying, uh, she was like, if you never watch, if you haven't watched it, I recommend you do. But she like holds her belly and like, you do so much for me, this, that, and the other, whatever. Hey, abdominal body fat, belly fat does absolutely nothing for you. It, it it's it doesn't do. It's not it's not doing anything. It's just sitting there, just hurting your joints. Really, it's 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 not metabolically active. It doesn't. It's not like your liver or your heart or muscle. It does. No function, I guess, except for to keep you warm. But you're a millionaire. You have AC. You have air conditioning. You have heaters. So who gives a fuck about yeah. that? 
You know, it's for installation. We, we're not in the fucking 16th century where you have to sit in a tent and huddle for warmth. It, it's, it's, you're lying to yourself. She has you're, more than enough for hormone regulation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. More than enough. So then, you know, you're, you're affirming poor, poor behavior. And then to reconfirm that, you post on social media and you get all these people saying, oh, yes, this is what we need. Um, good for you, blah, blah, blah. Reaffirming your affirmations. And then you just you hate on anyone that hates on you and saying they're they're a hater or whatever. It's just so bad for your mental health. It's insane. Um, and the problem is she's wrapped her whole identity around being this type of person because her na- her Instagram name is Lizzo Be Eaten, I think. <laughs> so you you've wrapped your and then she has multiple songs about how she's bigger and that kind of thing. So you've you've caught up your whole identity in being that person. Like earlier when I when I said when I was growing up younger, people said I was very lean, and I I like I identified with that with being a lean person. She identifies with being a fat person, and you just that's just not good. You, your your whole identity is wrapped up in that, and you gotta break that cycle, and you gotta be like Adele. Adele, she you know she was a bigger bigger girl. She lost a lot of weight. She got she actually got a lot of hate for that. Mm-hmm. You know you know those people are fucking lame as hell when you're doing something positive for your well being and people hate on you for it. The same people that say oh yeah Slay Queen if you lost all that weight, all of them would be fucking hating on you. You, yeah. you need to you need to get some better people around you. I mean they're just cheering her into like an early grave. Yeah, it's insane. It's crazy. Um, so yeah, that's it on that. Anything else? No, I mean, it's not surprising, but yeah. It's not, it's not, unfortunately, it's just, it's just it's not another example of it, that's all. Yeah, yeah, it's another example, but so that one's recent, so I just want to talk about yeah. it. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> yeah. All right, the last one, when do you need to go? Well, this will be the last one. Um, is uh, David Goggins 4x4x48. You want to do it with me? No. <laughs> no, I don't. March 5th, uh, I'll be running four miles every four hours for 48 hours. If I didn't have this like whole training thing going on, it might be a fun challenge. You know? If you want, you can do it, run a couple legs with me. A couple legs with you? I can, yeah, if I, you I, want. I do, I do that. My, I post on Instagram, which I'm a little upset it didn't get a little bit more traction than it, than it did. I don't know why, but whatever. Because um, the reason I'm doing it is for charity. So I was like, oh, let me post this on social media. Hopefully, like, some people will support it, um, donate or whatever. Um, and that's why Goggins is doing it. He's All the money that he's making from the shirts and whatnot, or he's donating to charity, and, you know, it's just for a good cause. But um, anyways, Miles Demian, um, the Y, said he'd do, like, a day with me or a half a day. Whatever he decides to do. That fool ain't doing a day. <laughs> D- Miles Demian? Oh no, yeah, not not Miles Davis. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, Miles for sure is not gonna do run a single mile with me. No offense to Miles, but that's okay. But <laughs> no, Miles Demian. Um, no, he is a basketball player. He's I've actually seen him out running a couple times when I've been driving, and you know he stays he stays in shape. He's athletic, so yeah, I'd be down um, for a couple of legs. Yeah, I could do that. so four miles every four hours, trying to keep like a ten minute pace um, per mile, just something low key. Not go too crazy. March fifth, eight p.m. So I'll go every four mile, every four hours, eight, twelve, four a.m., eight a.m., twelve p.m., so on. I mean, that's gonna be your life for those two days, right? Like, yeah. anything else? No, nothing else. I'm gonna cancel my training sessions and just gonna. That's do gonna that. be a fun challenge. Yeah, I'm planning on like uh, documenting all of it and making uh, a YouTube no, sure video out of it. It's not going to be fun pretty quick while you're in it, but it'll be an accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just something to do, you know? Yeah. Some, something, I, the problem is, nowadays, is like, people, the people that make challenges, they're not challenging. They're not, some of them they're, aren't. They're, huh? Some of them definitely aren't. No, like most people, like most aren't, like, like push-up, you know, like, that was a thing in the beginning of the quarantine, like push-up challenge, you do like fucking like 10 push-ups or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I was like, bro, that's not challenging. Yeah. Make challenging is actually challenging again, you know? Yeah, true, true. So I think this is very challenging. It's obviously physically challenging, but I think the, the real struggle will be mentally because you're not going to be getting a lot of sleep. And um, it's just one of those things, you know? Yeah, like some of those midnight runs you have to do. Yeah, midnight, 4, 4 a.m. It's, it's going to be kind of brutal, but uh, I'm just excited to do it. I like, I like pushing myself. I 
Like, um, I like doing things that are challenging. If everyone can do it, like, I don't fuck with it. Yeah. Like, people do those Spartan races, whatever. I've talked about it before, but bitch, moms do those. Yeah. You know? I'm yeah. not trying to do shit moms do. I'm trying to do, like, hard stuff. Yeah. Do you have any, like, do you have running locations like that? Or you, um, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, tr- I'm just gonna chart, like, a four, four mile loop around my house and then just do that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's it. You gotta get going. Um, we've already done an hour and five, so that's it. We didn't get to everything on here, but who gives a fuck, you know? Um, <laughs> more for next time. Yeah, more for next time. All right, this has been the Performance Academy podcast. Sorry about the camera going out, but we try our best. And um, this has been Zach and and Josh, <laughs> and we'll see you. Peace. Thanks. Nice.